when you think of news what do you think of <laughs> something new something that gives you on the talk that arouses hearts to search for answers questions that remain unanswered and answers that remain unquestioned we are here to give you answers to every question we search around the globe for happenings in nigeria across nigeria and all over the world as they want and gonna yam you with all the vibe entertainment confrontations controversies and some sauce so don't miss any episode on this platform because when you see the link you know we're here to give you news on a pure basis. Don't miss. Because my brothers, what is happening in Nigerian prisons is nothing short of Nazism. What they were doing in the concentration camps in Germany in 1940. I saw it with my eyes. They were flogging boys eight in the morning, 24 strokes. They put sun on the body before they flogged them. And this is a, this is not from court order. This is just waters, waters enjoyment. When boys, when boys come, when boys just come from awaiting trial, look, they're not, they never do, they bring them for prison. About 50, 60 of them will pack them for one small room. Then they go say, they beat them. They started to beat them first because they come for prison. And we, everything is so nasty there, man. Then my brother, let me tell you what I experienced. A day for prison room. The basin, you just put up a toilet. So one water come. You see the basin for toilet, you see that basin, you see bring Ah, we say our garbage, we're not going to use this place, basin to shop. Now we take and see her for toilet, take and peace. Not me, they talk, oh. But me, I not talk. Because I, I had too much pain in my body to talk. The people's minds have gone low. Food. No food, no water, no light. No government. So the people are edgy. There's no solid situation. The roots have been lost. Our senators are going to America every day and coming back. And nothing is happening in my country. But I see a future. Hmm. Hmm. You just listened. Fela Anikula Kukuti. Celebrities then had their own share of police brutality. SARS, police brutality, all these we're fighting for right now started long ago. But we have decided to stand and fight. Our eyes have been opened. Our eyes of understanding has been enlightened and we're not going to back out. We're going to fight. Yes, this is purely news with Great Angel and what is going on in Nigeria. That is what we're bringing to you live and direct. So like we all know, we will treat national news to the global and then to the entertainment segment so sit tight because 
Today's update on purely news is gonna be fire, filled with stories. So sit tight and listen. Now to the national news. What to know about Nigeria's NSAS protest? Number one, why did the protest start? In early October, a video spread on social media showing what looked like a SARS officer attacking a man in Delta State. The video was shared massively in the country of 2 million people and thousands started sharing their own stories of police abuse online. Nigerian youth have campaigned against SARS for years. Bulama Bukati wrote for the Center for Strategic and International Studies. But the recent video resonated with thousands across the country and led to youth pouring out en masse onto the streets. Secondly, on what you should know about the SARS protest, why did the protest spread? In the course of, the, of days, the hashtag, hashtag NSAS, topped the global trends on Twitter, supported by world-famous Afrobeat pop stars like David Wan Whiskey. Their engagement gave visibility to the movement. There was a violent crackdown by police on some of the first protests. At least 10 people were killed and hundreds were injured, according to Amnesty International. The brutal response drew more people onto the streets and emboldened protesters began to push further. Now, what most importantly to know, who supports the movement? As numbers have swelled at home, eye-catching demonstrations have also been held abroad, most notably involving the large Nigerian community in London. The diaspora's participation was immensely impactful because Nigerian politicians are easily unsettled by negative news outside the country, especially in the West, said Bukati. Following in the steps of Nigerian celebrities, international stars like Kalibi, Kanye West, and Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey joined in and expressed support for hashtag NSAS. How is the government responding? <laughs> Bowing to the pressure, President Muhammad Buhari announced on October 11 that SARS will be dissolved with immediate effect. He said the move was only the first step in the more extensive reforms to Nigeria's police. police sorry. A new SWAT unit was announced to replace SARS with promises that it will be ethical. SARS officers will not be eligible for the new unit and will have to undergo psychological evaluation before being redeployed, police said. The government said police abuses will be investigated and prosecuted, but these announcements have not appeased the street and demonstrations have continued. Now, how long will the protests last? Nigerians are skeptical of the authorities. Nigerians are skeptical of the authorities' pledge to end police atrocities because the past claims of reforming SARS have turned out to be empty words said Osai Ujigo, director of Amnesty International Nigeria. Demonstrators have made five demands that include structural police reforms and better pay for officers. Senior ranking officers are known to maintain a perverse bribery pyramid which requires that poorly paid rank and file officers transfer bribes extorted from citizens up the chain of camp command, wrote Lina Kony Hoffman, a seat fellow at Chatham House. For some like Bukati, this may just be the beginning. 
rather than the end of massive protests in Nigeria. Hmm. Now, concerning this ends as different tweets, different tweets talking about experiences they've had with NSAS. So I went online and gathered the tweets that I would love to share with us on Purely News. Now, here are some of it. While planning my wedding, this is Jide Kola from Twitter. While planning my wedding, I had in my car a list of my groomsmen and crossed out those who had paid for their suits. SARS folks stopped me and said that was my murder list, murder list, and I had killed the ones I crossed out. They threatened to waste me if I didn't pay them off. Really? Why? But wait, we still ask, what is the aim of what they are doing? Now, from Google in Africa, a lot of um, people are supporting the NSAS, and one of them is Google. We strongly oppose oppression, brutality, and intimidation. We believe a fair and impartial police force is a critical element of a stable society and that abuse of power infringes on people's democratic and human rights. We urge a speedy resolution to the current situation. Hashtag NSAS. Now, from Atiku Abubakai says, I spent last night reading the stories on the hashtag NSAS. I am deeply saddened and will do everything I can to help. Okay. In Ilori, any young man caught using ATM is a criminal. They either slap you or use cutlass to flog you. Why? The public is asking why. Only the SAS officials know why. Is using an ATM now a crime? Another says here, I just got assaulted by federal SAS at Ojodubega bus stop. Bus stop. They led me with punches and slaps into their Siena full of five men, including the driver. One of them was putting on SAS uniform. Other four were on Mufti, saying I'm a Yahoo boy. Dressing nice. Looking good. Smelling nice. It's fraud. There's something against you. You are doing something. So I can't dress nice anymore. I can't smell nice. I can't make money for myself anymore. Because of what? Because you just have the power in your hands and decide to use it as you will. My brother was arrested some years back by SARS in shop because he looks like one who smoked weed. He was detained for almost two years. Ever since then, he has stopped living a normal life because the shock is still all over him. SARS killed my cousin in 2012. He was the eldest son in the family. He was about 21 when he was killed. Obaseki orders police to fish out suspected killers of hashtag NSAS protester in Edo. Other state governor Godwin Obaseki has condemned Friday's attack on hashtag NSAS protesters by hoodlums in the state. He also ordered the police to fish out those behind the attack on the protesters for prosecution. At least one person died and several others injured when armed hoodlums attacked peaceful protesters in Benin, the state capital. He said, I have just learned that hoodlums have attacked NSAS protesters who have conducted, them, conducted themselves peacefully in Benin City. I extend condolences to the victims of the attack, including those who lost their lives and others 
who were injured by the thoughts. It is disheartening that anyone could attack a peaceful assembly of young people who are expressing genuine concerns over police brutality and intimidation in their own country. Thorough investigation will be conducted immediately to fish out the culprits of the attack on peaceful entire protesters in Benin City and will do all possible within the law to ensure those culpable are brought to justice. I hereby call on the Edo State Police Command to get out on the streets and provide adequate security for the protesters and ensure that no one is harassed in the course of exercising their right. And that's from the governor of Edo State, Oba Seki. Now to the next. Buhari Osibanjo's daughters join NSTAR's campaign. Daughters of President Muhammad Buhari and Vice President Yemi Osibanjo have thrown their weights behind the growing campaign against the Special Armed Robbery Squad, SARS. Zara Buhari Indimi posted a clenched feast on her Instagram status with the end SAS police brutality hashtag. Oshibanjo's daughter Kiki Oshibanjo posted the same photo on Instagram with the caption Police brutality must end now. Hashtag end police brutality. Hashtag end SAS. Ubani, how Buhari can appease end SAS protesters? Monday, Onye Kachi Ubani, former second vice president of the Nigeria Bar Association, NBA, in this interview with Onye Dika Bedo, speaks on the NSAS protests across the country, pointing out to immediate steps the federal government can take to douse tension and restore normalcy. He was asked, What is your view on the counter protest going on in some parts? of the country any counter protest that is peaceful is also legitimate so let it not be like what i saw where people were unleashing terror and mayhem on other innocent citizens i saw them brandishing knives and guns smashing cars and attacking those who are engaged in the peaceful protest i don't think that is allowed under democracy the protesters have been blocking roads thereby preventing other people from going about their lawful businesses I mean, they infringing on the rights of others in doing that. He says, well, when you carry out protests, there are some consequences, part of which is what you are alighting now. Protesters may in some instances block the roads. Sometimes they may slow the movement of other people who are lawful users of the roads. Sometimes it can inconvenience people. It is part of the protest as long as they are not attacking citizens. Also, Despite the acceptance of the demands of the protesters so far by the government, the protest is still ongoing. Do you think the protest is beyond police brutality? What are the demands that have been met? And he says, What is that SAS should be disbanded, which the Inspector General of Police SAS has already done? We need a more holistic treatment of the complaints of the protesters. To me, change of name is not addressing the issue or saying that the old SAS operatives will undergo psychological evaluation and you have a new set of police that will now man your new special weapon and tactics, SWAT. They are the same Nigeria police operatives. I mean, they are the same people you do not recruit in a proper manner. The people you have not given the proper training. 
how soon are you going to inculcate in these new people you are going to use in SWAT the noble ideal of respect of the fundamental human rights of citizens and the noble ideal of not collecting bribe before they perform their official function? So what do you think the government should do at the moment to calm the tension in the country? He says they need to be more sincere about getting the operatives who committed all those evils against their fellow citizens arrested and investigated. That is the more practical approach. Forget about the change of name. What I expect the government to do that would have actually shown some degrees of seriousness is to form a committee of stakeholders comprising intellectuals, sociologists, philosophers, psychologists, etc. to look into the issue of overhauling the Nigerian policing system completely to end this insecurity all over the place. Anonymous claims to hack federal government website as Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey endorsed NSAS protests. The centralized international active hacktivist group Anonymous has claimed to have hacked several government databases, including one which contains names and contacts of operatives of the now defunct Special Anti-Robbery Squad SAS. The cyber activists the cyber activist group revealed this via a Twitter handle. This comes even as an audio message purportedly from the group issuing a 72-hour ultimatum to Nigeria's federal government to address the demands of the NSAS protesters is circulating around social media. In the audio recording, a computer-generated voice could be heard announcing the peaceful warning. Now, we're done with the national news, straight to the global scene. Melania, Melania Trump reveals son Barron tested positive for COVID-19 but had no symptoms. US President Donald Trump's 14-year-old son Barron also tested positive for COVID-19 at one point but experienced no symptoms, First Lady Melania Trump has revealed in a statement chronicling her experience with the coronavirus. The president and his wife both tested positive late on October 1, but Barron was said to have tested negative at the time. He returned a positive test at some point after that Melania Trump revealed on Wednesday. Reproduce or pay up controversial Russian communist politician backs childlessness tax on citizens who don't want to have kids. A prominent Russian politician has supported the introduction of a tax on citizens who refuse to have children. The idea was first floated by the country's Council of Mothers as a means to solve the country's demographic crisis. Speaking to the new agency Moscow, Tamara Pletsnova, a Communist Party MP and the chair of the Parliamentary Committee on Family, Women and Children, argued that those who don't have, who don't want to have children, should be taxed. She added that those medically unable to do so and those no longer of reproductive age should be exempted. We are talking about those who deliberately refuse to give birth to a child. If they don't like it, let them pay the tax, 
Brutskaya said. Like many other European states, Russia is currently battling a demographic crisis as the country's population is continuing to fall. The number of people in Russia is estimated to have decreased by 158,000 in 2020, five times more than last year when the drop was just 52,100. However, Butskaya's proposal is far from universal support. According to politician Elena Strokova, a member of the far-fight LDPR, it's wrong to tax people for not having children and instead the state should provide benefits. 13-year-old dies from brain-eating amoeba after vacation in Florida, family says. The family of a teen boy says he died from a brain-eating amoeba after vacationing at a North Florida campground last month, local TV station WJXT reports. Tana Lakewood, 13, of Palakta, Florida, had been at the vacation spot, which also includes a water park and lake, before he suddenly fell ill days later, according to his parents. Wall's parents took him to a hospital in Gainesville, Florida, where doctors put the teen on a ventilator and gave the family a green diagnosis. They said he has a parasitic amoeba and there is no cure, his father told the station. Wall was taken off life support on August 2 after he showed no brain activity. The CDS says Negleria foleri, otherwise known as a brain-eating amoeba, can cause infection of the brain called premiamibic meningonencephalitis. The amoebas are usually found in fresh water such as lake rivers and springs. The CDC warns that if contaminated water enters a person's nose and into the brain, infection can occur. Symptoms start as severe frontal headache, fever, nausea, and vomiting. Symptoms can then progress to stiff neck, seizures, altered mental status, hallucinations, and coma. Signs of, infec signs of infection typically start a few days after swimming or other nasal exposure to contaminated water. People die within 1 to 18 days after symptoms begin. However, the CDC says people cannot be infected by swallowing contaminated water. Okay, and that is finally it on the global scene. Purely news. Purely news. Purely news. Purely news. The Grey Angel on Anchor Podcast. We got you updated. So. Stay tuned. Yes, now we're moving to the entertainment segment. And I have loads of loads of information concerning NSAS and other situations. Okay, on entertainment we have here Jack Dorsey, Twitter CEO. Nigerians have taken to Twitter to show appreciation and endorsements of Dorsey's open stand for the masses. And here are some tweets. Even though you've suspended so many of us's accounts in the past, right now you're forgiven. God Almighty will bless you, Jack. Tifa says, Omar, this just got bigger than anyone I've ever thought. What a time to be alive. Hashtag and swat. Ayo FBI hashtag and swat says, Thank you, Jack, 
my coming generations remember you. I'll be giving Jack a chief tenancy title in my village. Our fight for good governance continues. Yes, we move. Bows, Olamide, Liukesh, and more celebs lend their voices to the hashtag NSAS campaign. Celebs are now coming out in their numbers to join in on, on the ongoing NSAS campaign. For about 48 hours now, the hashtag NSAS has been trending on social media. The hashtag is being used by many Nigerian youths as a way to seek for the end of the special and robbery squad SAS of the Nigerian police. Many are also using the hashtag to share some of their encounters with SAS officials. These stories talk about how the officers often extort, beat, and sometimes kill their victims. Rapper Kesh says he has had his fair share of the SAS encounters and is now calling for the scrapping of SAS. Rapper Base One also shared how he has been harassed by SAS officials up to seven times and even slept in his cell for two days. Simi also shared how she had a gun pointed at her and her friends because they were laughing. Now Sheila wrote, somebody sent me DM to lend my voice to the SAS menace. Hashtag NSAS now. Hmm. If only they knew I had my own story. My life is more in danger than yours with them. My story. It says, a painter and an AC repair come to, uh, to work in my house and I gave them money to go and buy materials. I waited and they weren't showing any sign of coming, so I called, only to be told they had been held by SARS. I took my car and went to the place. Hashtag NSAS. I went back to the truck to speak with the arrested guys what their friend was and they said they were on a bike and were stopped by SARS who told them they were riding past a crime scene so they were suspects. Really? God. Stay away from hashtag NSAS movement in Nigeria. Ex-presidential aspirant warns Twitter CEO. Adamu Gaba too, the chief Executive officer and founder of IPI Solutions Nigeria Limited and a former presidential aspirant in the 2015 presidential election has come out to warn Jack Dorsey, CEO of a popular social media platform Twitter, to stay away from Nigerian politics, adding that his support was a needless interference. Following Mr. Gaba's tweet, protesters are taken to social media to drag him with some saying that Gaba's response is because he's a beneficiary of the bad and corrupt governance system in the country. Adamu, some others have called for the suspension of Gaba's Twitter account, saying they are not part of the US and the Nigeria that they claim to be advocating for. Someone says, Dear, dear Ajak, on behalf of we Nigerians, we deny him. We are not part of the US he's talking about. He's also part of the problems we are facing in Nigeria. Please kindly ignore him and suspend his account. It's of no relevance of you or use to him. About 100,000 people unfollow Buhari on Twitter in 24 hours. Approximately 100,000 people have unfollowed President Muhammad Buhari on Twitter as a sign of protest of his mismanagement of the current policing crisis across the nation. A Twitter user called on Nigerians to unfollow the president on the microblogging platform. According to him, unfollowing Buhari is also a form of protest. We can help him shave off 1.5 million followers, he added. Do you know that unfollowing at 
and Buhari is also a form of protest. We can help him shave off 1.5 million followers, he said. Less than 24 hours after the tweet was made, about 100,000 people have unfollowed the president, reducing, reducing his followership from 3.5 million to 3.4 million. Bishop T.D. Jakes supports NSAS, American pastor, entrepreneur, internationally renowned evangelist and best-selling author Bishop T.D. Jakes recently lent his voice in support of the NSAS movement. Joining the growing list of international public figures speaking up on the matter is Bishop T.D. Jakes who posted on his Instagram saying, Injustice anywhere is a threat to justice everywhere. Whatever affects one dire directly affects all indirectly. We pray that the Lord will touch the hearts of the Nigerian leaders so they will listen. Now, Christian youth start enters prayer walk. In light of the ongoing protest and demonstration against police brutality and other unpleasant aspects of life in Nigeria, more prayer walks are being organized. These prayer walks are organized by the Christian community to express solidarity in the struggle for a new Nigeria. This particular aspect of the movement officially kicked off on Sunday 11th of October 2020 when a group of young Christians took to the streets to intercede and pray in tongues while joining their counterparts to protest. Okay, now, Pastor Adeboye on police brutality. Nigerian pastor and internationally renowned evangelist Pastor Enoch Adeboye in a tweet spoke on the police brutality in Nigeria. General Obasia of the Redeemed Christian Church of God, RCCG, Pastor Adeboye, has lent his voice to the ongoing police brutality in the country. He says, Our daughters will not be able to prophesy and young men will not see visions if we don't keep them alive. I support the youth in this peaceful protest as they speak up to end pol police brutality and SAS and SWAT. Yes. Also on entertainment, we have here yeah, also on sports, Cristiano Ronaldo tested positive for COVID-19. Cristiano Ronaldo, the Juventus FC star, was due to feature for Portugal in their Nations League Group C clash against Sweden. The Portuguese key player has been released by the national side and must now go for a 10-day period of self-isolation. The PFF confirmed this in an official statement which reads, Cristiano Ronaldo was released from training with the national team after a positive test for COVID-19 as he will not face Sweden. The Portugal international is doing well without symptoms and isolation. Following the positive test, the remaining players underwent new tests on Tuesday morning and all produced a negative result and are available to Fernando Santos for training. training. Currently, Cristiano Ronaldo is reported to be in good health and has no symptoms. He happens to be only the only member of the Portugal squad to test positive. We pray for God to grant him quick recovery. Amen. And lastly, on entertainment, Wolves young star Luke Matheson 
surprises parents with new car. Young Wolverhampton Wanderers defender Luke Matheson has surprised his parents with the gift of a new car nine months on from his move to the club. The 18-year-old completed a 1 million euro switch to the Midlands giant from Rochdale in January, pending a contract until 2022 on an estimated wage of 1,500 euro a week. In a post on Twitter on Saturday evening, the England Youth International revealed that he has made his first major purchase since signing the lucrative deal by treating dad, dad Rob and mom Rose to a swish new car. He says, for the man who is always there in the stands, no matter how far he has to travel or how much he has to give up to be there, he wrote in a lengthy tribute to his parents alongside a video of them in shock at receiving their gift. For the woman who came to see her son play for England but ended up fighting for her life, he continued, take this as a minuscule pay for everything you have done for me and Hannah over the years. Hannah is sister over the years. And that is it on the Nigerian global and entertainment news. So before I round off, I would like to give us a little encouragement concerning this NSAS movement. From Sam Adeyemi, he says, Your movement did not start on the streets. It started on the phone, on your phones. Your ability to move from being an invincible force is being a visible one is a miracle. The world became flesh. The greater miracle will be for you to be able to move back and forth between being visible and being invisible. Don't be afraid. You won't fizzle out so long you have your phone, so long you have your phones. No one creates a machine with the ability to generate power and motion without installing an effective brake system. There is real power in your ability to stop and start your protest. I suggest you don't worry about having defined leaders. It's part of your using unconventional means to solve old problems. You are called to redefine leadership. You are all leaders. Your dialogue is on the street. Please stay focused on using your voice. Listen to one another with humility. Many of us are praying really hard for you. Hold the vision of a developed Nigeria in your heart. Much love for our beloved Sam Adeyemi. Let's keep fighting for it. Let's keep protesting. Let's keep fighting. It is not the end. It is not over until it is over. And I leave you with this note. It was in the year 2020 that we finally woke up. Not that we have been sleeping through the years. We probably were just too afraid to get up from the bed of oppression where a few minorities sit on the commonwealth of the nation. As we shook ourselves from the fear of the unknown, it suddenly occurred to us that once a people get to the point where they no longer fear death, then there is nothing more to oppress them with. It was in the year 2020 that we finally said we have had enough. While well, the first chapter of our wonderful story was hashtag NSAS, but littered on the pages of other chapters was the clamor for a, for a hashtag new Nigeria. Indeed, the giant of Africa is finally awake. She shook herself from the dust our oppressors had covered her. Beak was suddenly replaced with bliss, slavery with freedom. 
it was the youths that woke up first, and they ran with that touch of hope. We fought on our knees and with our thumb, and we supervised the true change that came. Hashtag New Nigeria. Yes, hashtag New Nigeria. Hashtag End Sad. Hashtag End Police Brutality. The eagle will fly again. We move. Love you all. See you next time on Purely News with Grey Angel. My people, today I am free. I am free because you never forgot me. The day is coming when we will all be free. Free from hatred. Free from fear. Free from killing. You are young. You will live to see the day. And if I don't live to see the day, you better believe it. I'll be there. This is my home. And I'm home to stay.